more of our favorite purchases from 2021. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance. Learn more at ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is part two in a three-part Mac Voices live discussion of some of our favorite purchases of 2021. We went around and asked everyone to talk about what some of the best things they bought were, and boy, did we get a varied set of products. So let's go right back and let the panel do the talking. Um, Let's see. Jim, how about you? Sure. What did you you score that you feel is really important? Um, I didn't really need to. I looked at my Amazon list, but I knew what the number one thing was before I even looked at it. Uh, But I should say, I want to talk about it really, but probably the most important thing I found on the list was 3M Aura N95 masks. Um, But um, (laughs) the... You know, the, the number one thing that I use every day, I'm looking at you on it right now, is a Dell S3221 QS 32-inch curved 4K monitor, which nice. I bought in the summer, and I just love it. Um, and it was only $350. Uh, I see now they're $379, and a few weeks ago, I looked for some reason. I think I was recommending it to somebody else, and was closer to 500 so it's come back down again um but i like curved monitors i had a curved um 1080p monitor before um that i liked and so now i've got the same thing in 4k and it's really sharp it's really bright it's got display port so plays nice with my m1 mac and also with my older 15 inch uh macbook um so I don't know what else I can say about it. It's it's great. I love it. I'm so so happy to uh have a retina display now for my external display. Christ, can, thank you, you. Uh, can you throw a um a link in the in the chat? I can because I did I did look on Amazon so that I could I do that. Very- Tom oh, makes great. Tom guy makes great monitors. I mean, uh, I buy him for yeah. in, in the corporate world, and um, you just can't go wrong with Dell. Yeah. What's um, a lot of people is, don't know that, that Dell and Apple sourced panels from the same place. Mm-hmm. So well, that kind of makes sense. How many people will make panels? Yeah. Yeah, but they were sourcing the same panels from the same place. So you could buy a Dell display that was the same size as an Apple display. And it, it was, was the IPS Apple display in a different case. Yeah. I wonder how, At a you know, do curved price. panels, do they, are they made? They must be made curved, I assume, from whoever makes the panels. How does that work? You don't I don't know how it actually, yeah, yeah, I don't I know. know how that works. Um, no. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I do know. I don't either. That I've never heard anything. There's uh, a lot of companies that make curved panels where they just make it curved without any consideration to uh, to what that angle of the curve is. And uh, 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 like HP, I'm not sure if Dell is doing this, but I know HP is, where, they'll, where they actually figured out what uh, the proper angle was so that you had the same focal distance from mm-hmm. edge to edge without 
without having to like change where your head is. So like with my display, when I do this, my eyes are the same distance all the way across. Uh, I don't think this is quite that curve. That would take a lot of curve for a 32 inch. It takes monitor. very little curve. Well, then maybe it does. I, I, I don't know. It, it, it seems, um, you know, good. I have no problem with going from, you know, I was kind of worried that 32 inch was going to be too big. Like I said, I had a 27 inch, but maybe I didn't say that the, the, the curved one I had before was a 27 inch. Um, and that one I kind of bought on a whim from Costco about five years ago and wound up just loving it. It was like $200. And, uh, and I was kind of loath to replace it because I was like, well, I'm happy with it. But I, you know, I didn't think it would work well on the newer operating systems because they stopped, you know, they want, they really wanted a retina display, but you know, now that I have this one, I, I could never go back. Oh man. And 32 mm -hmm. inches, not too big. Um, and what's great about these monitors too, especially Dell's very, very generous with ports. You got two HDMI yeah. ports, so the 2.0, plus you have a display port. It's very similar to my Samsung. My Samsung I, I've bought last year, it's been my, probably my third thing. Uh, it's not, uh, it's not curved, but really, really sharp image. And, but the nice thing is you have, um, you have multiple ports and I can connect this monitor to multiple computers when needed. Um, since you mentioned that, I, I couldn't get it to work Retina with the HDMI. So when I first attached it, I used HDMI and it, it didn't do, it only did 1080p. Oh, okay. Uh, and at first I didn't even realize because I was used to it and I thought it looked better. But then I looked in the, I guess in the settings and it was like, oh, it's only doing 1080p. So I got a display play port cable and I was like, oh, this is, yeah, now this is really sharp. Um, yeah. The other thing is on the M1 Mac, it doesn't work at 60 hertz. You have to use it at 30 hertz. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, interestingly, the 15 inch, my, you know, my four or five year old 15 inch, no problem. I, I was using it at 60 hertz for several months. And, and then when I hooked it up to the M1 Mac, and it was really weird because it would like sort of blink. It'd be like on, blink on blink on I was like, what is going on and um i think i you know googled blink and didn't find anything but it turned out i should have looked googled flicker I, I i don't see how that's a flicker to me flicker is like you know but right. uh this was like you know two seconds on half second off something like that but uh you know i found a support i think it was on an apple support thing i mean a forum it wasn't an official apple thing and they said 30 you got to change it to 30 hertz and it's apparently an m1 and sounds like it's probably a software thing so maybe they'll fix it eventually um it was a little tricky because i had to change the setting to 30 hertz while it was doing this blinking thing so it it took a while to to do that <laughs> but I managed to do that, and lo and behold, um, it works fine. And I haven't, you know, I don't do games or anything, so I haven't seen anything where I, you know, I don't really care that it doesn't do 60 hertz. But yeah, that was going to be the one thing I was going to ask you to comment on is do you notice any issue with the third? No, hertz? no, I, I, just I don't either. Are, are you having 
using the same thing with the same problem? The the Hertz on this lap, this monitor is really low. But I was also going to mention with the, the M1 Pro monitors, uh, uh, OWC makes uh, this Thunderbolt uh, dual display port uh, that you can connect. And I was able to connect two monitors to the uh, and, and get that same uh, get same scaling uh, using this 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 little guy, um, you know, just oh. Thunderbolt. So it's uh, uh, it's nice to be able to have DisplayPort because it's hard to find, a, you know, especially if you have a if you have a hub or any other device to be able to do a dual DisplayPort, and this comes in handy. I, I only yeah. have enough eyes for one mo external monitor. <laughs> that was going to be my question to you guys, Dave. Um, that that adapter is that uh, Thunderbolt or yeah. just USB? Thunderbolt or USB C? Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. <laughs> So, David, are you plugging that into this a USB port on the Mac, or are you able to put that into a Thunderbolt port on a dock? Um, I've used this on the dock too. So, okay. like, I have I have my OWC uh, Thunderbolt dock and plugged it into the Thunderbolt port, and it I was able to drive two um, DisplayPort monitors if I had to. And I'm I'm using a Thunderbolt to DisplayPort cable. That's how I did that. Mm -hmm. um, and I have been able to plug that into the Thunderbolt into an OWC Thunderbolt hub. And actually, that is sort of a my second place pick, too. It, and I haven't gotten much use out of it because I got it right at the end of the year. But I've got a Thunderbolt, an OWC Thunderbolt hub that um, gives you more Thunderbolt ports. And it has two built-in drives. It has an SSD. Oh, that's right. You bought that. I remember you telling me that. An SSD and um, and a hard drive in it. So I just plug in one cable, and it's got the two drives, three Thunderbolts. Um, it will supply power. It's got a power cable coming in, so you don't have to use one of the Thunderbolts for power. And I think it's got four USB-A ports, too. So, uh, you know, I have a... 13 inch MacBook Pro with only two ports, that pretty much covers me for ports. So yeah. I think I think that unit also takes at the NVM drives too. Takes what? The NVM drives, the you know, the, the small NVM drives. Uh that I think I think that's what the SSD is in it. I bought it with a drive from OWC, but you can put your own in instead. Mm -hmm. Very nice, Jeff. Very nice. And and the, the price shocks me a little bit because, yeah, the last time I looked at some of these, something like that, it was around $500. The yeah, monitor? Now. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's down. Well, that's pretty affordable for 32 you know, inches. Um, Especially that resolution. Yeah. for I, You know, I, I think the thing is it, it doesn't, like, you know, it doesn't, it's not a USB-C display if you want that then the price jumps way up. But I was yeah. like, I don't care. It's not that and, important. You know, and 5K would be nice, but that's like $900 more. So it's yeah. not. <laughs> oh, and I, I actually, another thing I could say about this monitor too is the fit and finish is just fantastic. You know, it's, it's very, you know, it's very well built and, uh, and it's also got a great stand on it that's real adjustable. You can not only raise and lower it, you can tilt it forward and backward. So you can you can get it, and it's and it's a nice looking display too. So you know, oh, and it and it supports Visa. 
Yeah. It does. That's, yeah. That's a, that's a big thing for me when I look yeah. at so just put on, put on a mon- put on a monitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I just I I love it. I thought about it for a long time and sort of dithered, and they were kind of hard to get. Well, I see now they've only got two in stock on Amazon, and um, you know I think it when I got it, it kind of kind of was going in and out of stock and. Honors are hot commodity right now. Um, yeah. I have and, to buy a lot it, of them to work for my day job. So, and, it, and you know, it's kind of weird because I think they ship from Dell, maybe even though you buy it from Amazon. Right. It definitely came from Texas, and it was sort of completely different yeah. from the usual Amazon. You know, like there was no next day. Um, yeah. It, you know, I I don't think Amazon carries it in their warehouses. I think it came from a Dell warehouse. Yep. Yeah, the, there are a lot of uh, big name companies that have Amazon storefronts and they're yep. doing that all says, the fulfillment themselves. It says visit the Dell store. So it's got its own store. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff I buy from the whatever store, but you, it's still like this, you know, it used a different shipper than anything else. Um, it just really felt completely different than a normal Amazon purchase. I mean, I bought a lot of stuff in Amazon last year and this definitely stood out as being a different experience than anything else. I mean, well, I was gonna say not necessarily bad. I I would say the usual Amazon experience is better actually, but you know, it's okay. And I, I, the other thing, you know, it comes in obviously a gigantic box. It was, hard to get from my door to my office <laughs> and it's very heavy yeah very very nice i you know i i just i feel like that the last two years have been the two years of screen real estate uh from yeah. for, for working at home and everything because people just didn't have those great setups at home and they found out that they really need them i can't have anything anything less now I, I have the same number of pixels that I've had for the last few years. They're just retina pixels instead of non-retina. Yeah. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance. No one knows what you're looking for in a doctor better than you. And no one's better at giving you the tools to find the perfect doctor than ZocDoc. The people who created ZocDoc found the major pain points in healthcare all the things that weren't working, and said, enough. And then they made booking a great doctor surprisingly pain-free. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Read up on your local doctors. Check out the verified patient reviews and see what other real humans thought of their visit. Then, when you walk into that doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who gets you. And ZocDoc works on your schedule. Go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want an in-person or video visit. And just like that, you're booked. Go to ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash MacVoices. ZocDoc.com slash Mac Voices. Thanks to ZocDoc for supporting Mac Voices. I went 4K and went from one display to two to on on my desk setup. 
and it made my life immeasurably better. <laughs> so uh, I have two um, LG 4K displays and I bought a burly two monitor arm to go to, nice. to put to my desk to hold them all both up. Cause like the stands, like I don't have a whole lot of space on my desk in the first place. And so um, getting them up off my desk made it super easy to uh, made it a far more tenable situation to have two screens in the first place. So um, yeah, two 27 inch 4k displays and it was a really excellent move on my part. So my house has been mostly ergonomics, like aside from that. Um, do you have to like slide back and forth to use one monitor or the other? No, I just tilt my head a little bit. So like right now I'm wow. looking at the monitor that this screen that this is on. And then now I'm looking at the screen that at my other monitor, like it's not far. So, so neither just, one is in front of you. The, 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 the divider is in front of you. Yeah. Interesting. So, so if you think about it, that's the way a lot of the, the visa mounts are for two. Yeah. Yeah. You, mm -hmm. you either have to, you either have to sit in front of one and then cock the other one to an angle mm -hmm. left or right, or you just sit in front and then look to the left, look to the right. Yeah. Not and it's not far. It's not like there's a huge space in between them or anything. So it's not, it's not a huge deal. Um, these are also visa mount monitors. And um, another thing that's very nifty that has recently evolved out of um, existence at my house as I've done a bunch of desk rejiggering is um, you can buy a, uh, a deal to get technical uh, that goes between you, that, that you screw to the monitor that uses the visa mount for the monitor. And then the other side of it attaches to the arm that you're using or the monitor stand that you're using. And uh, it holds a computer in between your mm -hmm. monitor and your arm. So you can tuck a mini back there and go on about your life. And it's super great. So. Hey, mm -hmm. Kelly, what, yes. uh, what visa, uh, monitor arms are you using um the one that they're they're they came attached to the thing that clamps to my desk so i don't know um at, at your leisure let me know <laughs> okay yeah i'll get the i'll pull up the purchase history on that um my new keyboard well not new but recent development keyboard from late last year is uh, the, a, a Matthias keyboard because I too used a Matthias keyboard for a lot of years. Um, and then I switched to the Ergo Pro from Matthias. Um, and the reason I like it is because, you know, as you sit, if you put your hands like here, like that's not where your keyboard is, right? Like if you just have your hands at your sides, like you kind of have to put them together a little bit to type. And that's where like the laptop hunch comes from. And uh, this keyboard is two separate pieces. It's not just one of those that's like a big old slab with some space in the middle. It's two different pieces and you can move them as far apart or as close together as you want them to be. And you can tilt them at all different angles and such. Um, it is not a wireless keyboard, but it sits on my desk all the time and I don't ever notice the wire for it. So it's not that big a deal um, that, it, that it requires a cable. And, um, now I can just have my keyboard, uh, wherever, kind of wherever I want my hands to be. And some days I need to put it a little further apart and kind of stretch my shoulders a little bit. And some days I don't have to put, I, I, I can put it, uh, you know, together a little bit more and type more. So, um, I've really appreciated the ergonomics. Uh, Mr. Kelly bought a new Logitech mouse because he was using the MX master 
and um, started having trouble with his wrist. And I think there's something out of whack on his uh, at his work desk. And so he bought a new Logitech vertical mouse. So mm. instead of using your mouse like this, you use it, it. I think on their website, I think they say it's like a handshake is how you hold it. And uh, it's pretty nifty, actually. And he said it took a little while, like an afternoon to get used to. Um, but now he really likes it. And he said it it's making his arm and his his arm and his shoulder feel a little better. So that's kind of cool. So interesting. The keyboards are getting so much play. I mean, the, the monitors, I almost understand the keyboards. But of course, I think we had part of this discussion last week, too. The keyboards yeah. are just a hot topic right now. Well, I have strong opinions about keyboards anyway, so I was pretty fussy about mine in the first place, but uh, which is why I use the one I use because I really like the travel on it and the, and and I don't like that all of Apple's keyboards are flat now. As much as I want to use a Touch ID keyboard and as great as it is to have that right in front of me to be able to type on, like typing on like even just the laptop keyboard for a short period of time, like I just don't like it anymore <laughs> now that I've gotten used to my my two-piece keyboard that I can stick wherever I want. So um, I just made some, some strategic upgrades probably to my, to my setup. And that's been one of the best ones, I think, was nice. definitely the new keyboard. Because I use it because I have it connected to both my computers. So I use it all day long. And then anything I do like now, like when I'm doing stuff on my personal machine, um, I'm still using the same keyboard to do that. I'm still team magic trackpad as far as that goes, but, um, but other, but for, uh, typing, uh, yeah, the ergo is the way to go. And it's cause it's the travel on the keys. I just like it to be able to actually feel, feel it happen. So. Right. Yeah. Um, before we go on here, um, I believe Mark Cuccio has just joined us just in time waiting for Mark to come on. This, Mark, are you there? I am here. Do you hear me? Yes. Ah, we hear you. Yes. We we do not have video from you. That's right. Um, okay. We now we do. Yes. We do, yes. Welcome. Good to have you. Hello, everyone. Hey, Mark. I don't know Hi. if you've been listening in. We've been talking about um, what our favorite um, tech is from last year. What the best the best things we bought um, in tech. So I saw you, that on the notes. So yes, so I'll let you contemplate that a little bit. I want to make sure I get to Brittany because she said she might have to to uh, to leave us a little bit early. So Brittany, any any thoughts on what you felt like was the best thing you bought? Unfortunately, most of the things I bought were were actually from Apple that were tech related. Um, there were a couple things that I got that I had already had one of, but getting more improved my life. Um, I, I have sun lights, like the sun therapy lights in most rooms I spend time in now. And cause I have the seasonal effective quite a lot and it's made a huge difference to my middle of the day energy in the winter. Um, also I already had a bicycle desk, but I got more of them in more places. So yeah, <laughs> most of my non-Apple stuff was yes. And more please. Hey, nothing wrong with that. That's great. Extend that empire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprising. Surprising. Um, who haven't we heard from? Um, well, Mark, jump in since you just got here. Um, what? Okay. So thoughts? is it? Yeah. So it, tech is it? You know, hardware or software? Um, what are the parameters? 
Um, you know, listen, it can be anything. We uh, just not Apple stuff. Um, most of the discussion right now has focused on on hardware. But if you had something that was a major improvement in your life in software, I'd love to hear it. Uh, well, actually, the biggest thing for me has been uh, hardware, and uh, I upgraded my ScanSnap scanners. Now, I used to have, uh, you know, the whatever it was, a 1300i or something, and, you know, that was great, but uh, it was kind of slow, and I upgraded to whatever it is, a 1500 or the 2500, uh, you know, desktop model, and man, this thing is fast. You know, it's got a you know much better uh, paper handling uh, you know system. So uh, you know, it's uh, it's really made a big improvement to uh, to scanning and uh, managing uh, paper documents. Uh, and I'm long to go with that. Uh, also got a big, <laughs> big industrial strength shredder at uh, at Home Depot. So uh, the two uh, make a really good uh, combination. Yeah, the, I, I love the shredders. And I, I'm finding out more and more that don't buy a cheap shredder. Just go ahead and invest no. in a good one. Uh, because otherwise, you're going to be buying it every every year, year and a half, because they burn out. But if you get a if you get a good one, it can go for a long time, and it's so much nicer to be able to just shove a lot of paper in it and have it grinded up. Right, and this one has enough controls that at one point it stopped because uh, I've been shredding a lot of files, and I've been, I don't know, 45 minutes or an hour or something like that, and uh, it got overheated. And that was the first time, you know, I really had to sit down and uh, read the manual on it <laughs> because, you know, most shredders have, you know, dead, simple, you know, it's like a car, you know, what the, you know, what the interface is, you know, how to use it until, uh, until you have to find, uh, you know, you know, something, uh, you know, sophisticated you know, or subtle, but, uh, you know, the two together uh, make for a really great, uh, you know, great combination. So uh, yeah, it's uh it's uh, middle of January, so uh, as people look, if they're you know if they made a mistake and they paid uh, too much in tax withholding and they're expecting a tax refund, uh, then uh, you know splurge on uh, on uh, some uh, shredding and uh, scanning technology, and also you know to go with it is you know uh, you know obviously a PDF Pen Pro, uh, it will do OCR. Uh, the unit itself does OCR, um, but uh, I, I like the two. And then, uh, you know, maybe also a Devon Think. So uh, good combination, uh, you know, for a bunch of ideas for helping people, you know, up their game or maybe start their game if uh, you know, they haven't made a transition to trying to go paperless yet. Hmm. I, I have an Epson ScanSnap that I bought in, I think, 2010. It might even have been 2009. So it's 11 or 12 years old. It's built like a tank. It's still going strong. Um, and it was a great, you know, if I'd been on this show in 2011, I would have definitely probably picked that for my top pick of 2010. On the other hand, I don't know if I'd recommend it because of software issues. Yeah. Um, when, uh, you know, Catalina came out, a Epson was like, yeah, we're not doing 64-bit drivers. You should buy a new scanner. And um, they, it took like, you know, they were just like, we're not going to do it. You know, never. That's Those are discontinued. 
And they actually backtracked on that, but not for about two years. It was a long time. So they, they do have uh, drivers now. It does work. Um, but it kind of left me with a bad feeling about, um, you know, they're standing behind their products. Um, there is also Epson now makes a scanner that's very similar. Um, and I actually have that too, because the Epson, I bought it because the Epson one will do photographs where the Fujitsu one doesn't really recommend that. In fact, they say that it you know, may actually mechanically damage your photos. And the Epson, Epson one, it's sold as a photo scanner. And I have a lot of photos I wanted to scan, which mostly I still haven't. But so <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I bought the Epson one and it turns out that it also works really great for documents. It works just as well. It's just as fast and works pretty much identically to the Fujitsu as far as document scanning. So I would probably recommend the the Epson one over Fujitsu at this point, unfortunately. Yeah. So I had uh, I had an issue. Sort of the uh, I guess maybe what the final kick in the pants was uh, uh, there was a sunsetting OS support for the thirteen hundred I and on you know on Monterey it just uh, is not uh, supported. So, you know, I had, uh, uh, you know, I had, uh, you know, and I think also, I think on Catalina, it wasn't working as well because, you know, for a year or more, I had been using it uh, on a Mac mini, you know, so in, in addition to file serving and print serving and things, it also was doing, uh, you know, scanning because, uh, you know, it's down, I run it down a couple of versions of uh, Mac OS, so it would do it, but uh you know, I, I got tired of sort of the uh, slow speed, you know, uh, and well, it's a combination of all the things, sort of the, uh, uh, you know, wanting the ability to use it on my, uh, on my, uh, you know, MacBook Pro, uh, you know, I, I took the, took the plunge and you know, upgraded and uh, I've been, I've been really, really happy, really pleased with it. So it looks like this, maybe they have a foundation going forward. It's a 64 bit app and, uh you know, uh, I can understand why they, you know, terminated some of the support for some of the 32-bit uh, apps. But uh, for for a long time, for oh, about a year or so, I'd periodically get uh, things from them, you know, sort of along the line of, you know, hey, your value customer, you know, sorry, we discontinued support of this, but we'll give you $100 off using, yeah. this, uh, using this credit if you buy a new scanner. And that, yeah, I mean, that just is sort of like, you know, rubbing sand in your eye. So, uh, yeah, I got those same emails. And, you know, if you look on places like Mac Power Users Forum, that was a discussion for a couple of years that, you know, people were very upset because it's like, here, I've got this perfectly working scanner that I paid $500 for. And you're just like throw it in the you know throw it in the trash and buy a new one. And my understanding was that the new one also required subscription software um, to to use it. No, it, it it doesn't. They they heavily construct the user experience to try to get you to subscribe, but it is it's not necessary. Uh, ultimately, to use it, you do you do need to have a an online account. 
But uh, once you do that, you know, you don't need to do anything, uh, you know, with a subscription or cloud service in order to use the scanner. Well, even why should I need an online account to buy to use the scanner? I'm I'm reporting. I'm not just <laughs> right. Right. So, OK, even if it doesn't cost money, you know, and, you know, that makes me wonder if it will cost money at some point. Oh, I'd, I'd be cynical and you know, just take a cheap shot is they want to make sure they have a current email address for next time they decide to trash bin a product and uh, try to force people to upgrade. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I just, you know, there was a company that had like really high loyalty. I know when I bought my scanner on Amazon, there were hundreds of five-star reviews on Amazon that were just, and long, you know, detailed reviews that clearly were not bots. And they really pissed off a lot of those people. And I yeah. seems, you know, so that it just, you know, here I am disparaging them on, on a podcast. So I, I, um yeah un un unfortunate this mac voices live panel will be back in the next edition of mac voices to finish up our discussion of our favorite purchases of 2021 i hope you're finding it as useful and as interesting as i am it is costing me some money but i know i'm getting some great products i hope you are too until the next time i'm chuck joiner thanks for watching Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode you will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.